Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Mexican Soccer Show here in Los Angeles. After seeing the Galaxy beat LAFC 3-2, let's let's just call that the, the Zlatan show, right? I think that, that just the Zlatan show with that hat trick, but... Before we get into all those lot ton talk, before we get into Adam's gonna be on the show partially because you can just walk <laughs> oh, by. Oh, you can. Adam. Yeah, that's totally true. Fine. Yeah, we so, might have some people walking by, so excuse us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before let's start, let's uh, let's have everyone introduce themselves. So, Amy. I mean, I was, hi, first I was, time listener, first time caller. <laughs> My name is Amelia Lopez. Amy was just given a present right now. Yes, Adam Serrano, LA Galaxy Insider, just gave me a sticker that says, "We reserve the right to refuse tickets to Chivas." Oh, wow. This might be kind of skeptical considering what happened, but okay. Uh, I don't know if there's a correlation. I, I no, okay. I confirm or deny. Okay. All right, so let's continue. All right, go down. Amy, did you already fully introduce yourself? No, my no? name is Amelia Lopez. Yeah. I'm 26 years old. Yeah. I like long walks on the beach. No, I'm, I'm happy everybody's here today. It was an exciting game, as always. I wasn't next to Cesar, so I didn't get to see that's his true. face that is very during true. the Slatan goal, that yeah. very first goal. But well, it was shock nonetheless. Yeah, so that's it the was only... It basically like the video that we took? I mean, I threw my computer. I had to like run down to the stands, pick up my computer, and that's how like crazy it was. But let's continue the introductions down the line. Who do we have here on Amy's right? Hello, everyone. My name is Gustavo Ortega. I'm a big fan of your work, both of you guys. Uh, first time actually meeting Caesar right here. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, great game. Uh, the Slatan show, correct? Yeah. Uh, should we consider him the best in MLS? Maybe for today's game, but I don't know. Uh, Carlos Vela had a couple of strong words after today's uh, match. Yeah, so we'll definitely get into that in just a second. And then on my right, we have... Uh, so Rafael Diaz, first time here. Uh, you guys know me from FMF State of Mind. Um, yeah, just excited to what you guys think of this game okay so let's let's just jump into i mean i just said it was a zlatan show you just said it was a zlatan <laughs> show amy zlatan show do we all agree that today was a zlatan show or do we have to, do we have to give a little bit more credit to vela because he did score those two goals maybe what no amy it looks like you're about to say something no, it's just i love these games so much because yeah yeah la galaxy is i keep saying it but it's my favorite thing to say they're like the rock in lafc's shoe like, yeah because it's it's insane that you'll have LA Galaxy lose against San Jose the way they mm -hmm. did. You'll have LAFC being on the trajectory the way they are, and then you'll have these games, and they yeah. just like defy all the <laughs> rules. It just doesn't make any sense because the next week you'll go into it. Yeah. LAFC is going to face Atlanta. They'll probably have a killer game where yeah. they like dominate. And you'll have LA Galaxy against Portland, and then you'll have LA Galaxy be LA Galaxy. But these games in particular are just crazy because. Like um, Bob Bradley. and they remain undefeated too. Let's let's keep that in mind. And, the LAFC yeah. still mm -hmm. can't beat them, and then you get like the fans in the stands are like, "You can't beat us," and it's true. It's like they'll be the best team in the league, but they'll be able to say that here. Yeah. Tonight. Okay. Should we talk a little bit? Okay. So I know just because it is the Mexican soccer show, so a lot of people who hear listening to this want to focus on Mexican soccer. Maybe we should talk a little bit about Vela. I don't know. Like, what, right. what, what did you think mm -hmm. about about Vela's performance? Because I feel like that is something we have to talk about. Because he did still score two goals tonight. Definitely. I think the the problem here year. is that he had five. I think Bradley spoke a little bit of how physical the game was, the yeah. intensity of the game. I think he was caught a little off guard. Um, Bella is the kind of player who is relies more on his technical ability, and he was going up against a team that was just going all in. Yeah. Uh, I, there was some definitely some moments of frustration where uh, you saw him sort of like throw a punch Sorry. to one of the LAFC okay. players from the back. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things where. I think he he's not used to that sort of physicality. Yeah. Uh, you could see it in the second half where they didn't go as much towards his side of the field. Yeah. Um, 
But at the end of the day, uh, I think he spoke a little after the game where he sort of says, well, I have the numbers to back it up. Uh, and I think at the end of the day, he probably is still the best player, in my opinion, in Major League Soccer. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's those t- type of games where he sort of has to uh, put the team on his back because he is the leader of the team. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if these guys are throwing punches, they're throwing kicks, whatever. Uh, it's his job to just sort of get the team together, uh, get them right mentally, and whether it's uh, these type of games or in the playoffs, that's something he has to learn how to do. Uh, it's something that I don't think he's been in in the past, and that's something uh, I think Bradley spoke in length at the beginning of the season. That's something yep. he has to do. Uh, and for now, I don't think he did it, but it's definitely something that if LFC wants to win the title, that's something he needs to do. Yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit more, because you guys were, I mean, you guys heard Vela talk at the post-game right. press conference. Like, what did what else did Vela have to say? Like, what what else was he saying there? Well, he pretty much talked about the moment, the, the moments uh, he has had in this MLS uh, season. He pretty much he said that it's a uh, it's not respectful to compare everyone's well each other's uh, um, careers. And I think he had a point where he said that. Right now, he's the best player in MLS because of the numbers he has. And those numbers, it's, it's if I remember correctly, it's 19 goals and 12 assists? Are those well, numbers? No, it's 21. It's 21, that's 21 right, because he scored the two goals today. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. including those two days from today, and I think uh, it shows, no? Well, Zlatan also put a hat trick, and their goal head-to-toe right there. Yeah. Uh, head-to-head, both players, and I think uh, Della has done a great job of uh, staying uh, I would say professional mm-hmm. about it, not saying anything that would like bring more uh, fire mm-hmm. into this topic, because I think he was able to say clearly that he is the best player right now because of the numbers. Yeah. Maybe history-wise, in in when Zlatan compared himself to Vela was because when he was 29, he was in Europe. That's right. Yeah. And right now Vela in his prime pretty much is playing for MLS, but I think. Uh, both both players are bringing great awareness to the league. Yeah. These type of matches are what makes uh, these type of games worth it, and will bring more viewers into these type of games. Because, like something from as we know in Mexican mm-hmm. league, those type of uh, classicos derbies, uh, you it doesn't matter how you get here. Yeah. If you're doing great or bad, you have to win them. Right. Because yeah. you have your pride, your whole uh, fan base depending on you, and you want to come out victorious. And yep. that's what pretty much Galaxy did today. Yeah, I mean, we definitely saw that. Mm-hmm. Fan base was definitely yeah. loving that. I think, mm-hmm. well, so what was the chant they had? It was a, you can't beat us, was a, was a thing that they, they started right? off, mm-hmm. we can't hear you, which oh, actually, I did right? Yes, yeah. I didn't get to post that one, but as alongside the Spanish chant that they had before the match, they were also saying, we can't hear you. <laughs> and I mean, there were some fans that were saying, like, this is an invasion, this is going to yeah. be our home, et cetera, et cetera. So by the way, yeah, so some members of 3252 wore camouflage apparel and then like I chatted with one of them and they said it because they want it to be in quotes like right. an invasion mm-hmm. <laughs> see a fan told you that and then I yes. asked another fan like why are you guys in camo and he literally just shrugged and he's like it's the theme I guess <laughs> he didn't he didn't read sneak, you know? he didn't read the rest of the email <laughs> he, did not, he, he did just not he just memo. saw the email that just said like show up in camo like, alright yeah. whatever like, we're green <laughs> okay I'll wear but green. I, will, I will say um, aside from the whole comparison with Slatan and Vela which makes this a really great game Vela Bradley walked and we're all like, you know what? Today, LA Galaxy was better. Their yeah, intensity right. is just that much more. And 
It's what makes these games so fun. Yeah. It's just it, like, it doesn't make any sense. Is it me or Escaloto is bringing that South American physicality into this Galaxy team? You guys tell me, you guys watch more Galaxy than I do, yeah, so you guys, t- you guys tell Rob me. Rob hasn't talked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 you guys tell me. Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, like, I've spoken about this before, how I think the Galaxy, when they're at their best, they're better than LAFC. Okay. Uh, right now, they're... I think we sort of slowly seen the decline of Joe Corona in the midfield, um, who I think is sort of still adapting. He's not used to this sort of schedule. Um, is it difficult for him to play like a defensive midfield role? Because someone who watched him in Cholos, I think mm-hmm. he's like an average defensive midfielder. I think he's a little bit better as like more of a box-to-box guy. He's a little bit more attack-minded. So maybe is that kind of like an issue there for Joe? Or like, I, to be honest, I think he's sort of gone to a point where. The minutes are catching up to him. I see. I see. Um, it's not that he can't play that role. Uh, with all due respect, I think Major League Soccer has assumes different responsibilities as opposed to elite like Liga yeah. Um I think it's just a matter of the minutes are catching up to him. Uh, at the same time, uh, Sebastian Lejet is injured. Yeah. And I think the the Galaxy lose a lot. With really injury. interesting. Um, but he's always injured. He's though, always right? injured. Unfortunately, yeah. the last two seasons he's uh, been struggling a lot with injury. Uh, but just the movement in the midfield when all these three are at their best, including Jonathan Dos Santos, which we yeah. haven't talked about, um, I think the Galaxy are a little better than the LAFC. Uh, there was a brief moment where I think they won five games. Stri- I think it was a yeah, five at the beginning of all the season. Yeah. They started. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And part of it was just like watching that midfield was a joy. Uh, then again, Sebastian Lejet got injured. Alessandrini. Um, yeah, Alessandrini, which yeah. Um, we haven't talked about Real Antuna a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's different because you, we watch Jonathan Dos Santos with the Mexico national team, yeah. and he's sort of blessed to have somebody like Andres Guardado next to him. Yeah, um, Edson Alvarez right Edson behind him. Edson Alvarez right yeah. behind yeah. him. He doesn't have that here. Like you can tell, there's times where he he's like, well, where's the help? You know, like he seemed, I can't he, just. Is it me or does it seem like he does more defensive work? With the Galaxy, because I saw him doing a lot of defensive work, and with Mexico, I, I kind of a, more used to him being like more attack-minded, and over mm-hmm. here, it was almost like he was stuck in a, a little bit deeper central role, and like alongside with like Joe. And I feel like well, I saw want, a lot of that if today. If you want to talk about that, I mean, Antuna was pacing back. At he was today. Or I remember he had like one incredible tackle it was there. The, it was the pass that Vela gave to Rossi. Yes, that and was the one. He just came right back. I was like, there's my yeah. pace from Antuna. So okay, so I guess we should start talking about because like once again, this is a Mexican soccer show. So Antuna dos Santos, I thought that they both had pretty good games. I especially mm-hmm. thought that, that Jonah was uh, was quite good. Yeah I, yeah, I think that at the beginning, uh, I, we were t- Rafa and I were talking, I thought him and Mark Anthony K going up against each other, him and Jonah yeah. were doing like really well. Like, it was really exciting to see. It was almost Mark Anthony K's half in the first half, yeah. towards the beginning. And then second Jonah half, like, just well, completely dominated. Yeah, second half, like, L- I don't know what happened to LAFC. Like, I, mean, I think I was talking to you, Rafa. It was just like, second half, you kind of expected LAFC to kind of be a little bit more awake and try to do something, but it just, it was all Galaxy at first in the, in the early parts of that second half. Yeah, I mean, it got so it got so intense, and I think yeah. that's what yeah. everybody loves about it, that Vela <clears throat> and Jonah were arguing with each other and arguing to the ref about yeah. each other. Yeah, Which is, I yeah. mean, it makes it really interesting. And since we are talking about Mexican players, you know, Antuna, like, stepping up against Vela was yeah. just something else. And I think it goes hand in hand with just how confident he's feeling now after that gold cup performance. Oh, I mean, yeah. He was, a little, he was a little shaky at the beginning. I mean, so was the rest of the team. But then everybody just got it together. And yeah. he was, like we just said, he just had that fantastic play against Diego Rossi. Yeah. And I, I, when he subbed off, the fans were just so mm-hmm. happy with his performance. Yeah. 
So really quickly, so no FDIA today? I know maybe that's not what like you guys want to talk about. Right. I mean, but I feel like Mexican soccer people are probably mm. interested, like, because like I don't know, even like getting any minutes. Because like, because no. like my editor, like from like ESPN, is like sitting next to me. He's like, he's like, oh, are you excited about FDIA? Blah blah. I was like, oh yeah, dude, of course. How could I not be excited about him? But like, I mean, we were talking about a player like, on the bench. Like, he was warming up for like a yeah. good part of the. So why didn't you play today? Is it like has he had like a bad like like past few games? Is that why or like? I think he's probably the same thing. He's just slowed down. Um, it's not forget. What is he? 17, 18? Yeah, 18. He's like eight, six, six years old. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard. He's, yeah. he's playing amongst men basically. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a little surprising he didn't get the start. Uh, Araujo got the start, which yeah, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is a Mexican American as well. Yeah. Um, which. Caught me by surprise because mm-hmm. he was. Are almost... we gonna get technical? Isn't Corona also too? Joe Corona is yeah, <laughs> but it's because the reason why we're not focusing Joe too much is because it's not doesn't play for the Nats. Well, Mexican Nats play for the right. US Nats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, oh. if we're just gonna get technical, let's just yeah, throw yeah. that in there. But too. I mean, he, he started as sort of uh, what is a winger kind of like I don't really know, which is not his natural position. He usually plays as fullback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that was because again, Galtier was just trying to be more physical. Um, but that was certainly an option that Scalotto went went with in, instead of Efrain. Um, I, I do hope to see him more often as, as the season prog- progresses, just because uh, I, I personally I think he's, he's insanely talented. Like yeah. there are players where you can tell they're really good by just the way they touch the ball. Like mm-hmm. you see Vela, and yeah. there's just something about him. It's yeah. not that you can tell he's just on a different yeah, level. He, you can just tell he's on a different level. Just yeah. the way he sort of shields the ball, the way he gets the ball. There's just something about it. Like I know coaches see a player and they're like, yeah, that guy has it. Yeah, uh, that is Efrain to me. Um, of course, he's still young and he's yeah. still growing. Uh, but I can envision where uh, I think moments in the future where this guy is going to be a centerpiece to this team. Uh, and as a Mexico fan, I hope that does happen because yeah. it's just... Uh, we need players in there. Well, I mean, just somebody <laughs> who's local team. here yeah. as, as a Mexican-American who grew up in L.A., seeing somebody yeah. uh, like me, you know, get a chance to one of the big teams in L.A. is sort of cool, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm 30. Do you, do you think I still have a chance to, to play for L3? No. I'm from, from the L.A. Right? No. had this No, no. I, I, I can't. You have to, you, <laughs> I you have to stop I'm technically around the same age as Chicharito, though, you know? Just, you know, you know if Jimenez is having a hard time, Chicharito, you just... Good, put me out there. Sure. <laughs> All right, uh, Amy, we're close to 15-minute mark, so why don't you close this out uh, after the... Why don't you give me a look as if you want to, like, extend this a little Well, there's just a lot of people here, and we, you and I always talk. People are talking about oh, no, I just I, I, I feel like we I feel like we were going a little back and forth over here, so I feel like you should you should close this out. Sure, why not? I'll, um, I'll even turn the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn my phone towards you. No, this was fun. Uh, it's always a fun time. These games are always a lot of fun. Um, I have a fantastic time. It's actually kind of cool because you obviously said you and I with the Mexican soccer show. I see Gustavo and Rafa constantly at LA games. So it's kind of cool to have this just, you know, joint yeah. thing of just LA people, but also Mexican people. Yeah. And Cesar. <laughs> No, but I mean, I I hope all of the listeners who got our insight about Mexican players got the insight, but also got to hear about how exciting this game is. And if you haven't had a chance to catch it, make time to catch it. Um, We still said he was supposedly going to make it, but he didn't. So. Yeah. Again. People like Wiso mm-hmm. who say that. So we're gonna, gonna end it. it by criticizing Wiso. Is that where any of the pop? I, it's been a long day. Why not? Let it All right. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Hopefully, Wiso listens to this, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Mexican Talk Show. Thanks, guys.